Welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, uh, hosting today with Marsha Talbot and a special guest, Pat McMillan. Uh, she's with T- Community Together. Marsha, Pat, are you guys on the line? We are. Ah, we good are. morning, morning everybody. everybody. Morning. How is everyone doing today? Well, I went, got up early, watered the tomatoes, uh, put the bird feeder out. Uh, June 1st. I, no. I know. It was a chilly June 1st morning, right? It is. Yes, it, it is. is. I think it was 41. Had a jacket on. <laughs> 40, 41 degrees this morning outside. Um, we had oh. our, we had a bear visit our bird feeders. So uh, we've been, we work really hard to just put like a little bit of bird food out so that we don't have to pull them in every night. But I guess, mm. uh, I guess the birds did not do a good enough job eating their allotted food yesterday because the bear finished it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then, did you lose your feeder? Uh, so the answer is the feeder was, it definitely relocated, but we found it and, uh, <laughs> to put it back it together. It wasn't smashed. It could be a raccoon. Uh, you know, I would say that it could be a raccoon, except that, uh, this bird feeder was like a metal post and the metal post was bent down. Uh, oh, <laughs> that, that might've been the bear. That's they, the bear. <laughs> yeah. They, they bent several of my, uh, steel planters, uh, hooks. Yeah. Getting, uh, bird seed off the trees. <laughs> Well, I, I went out the other night, and it was late to take the bird feeder in, so I had a flashlight with me, and so I <laughs> put the light on the, on the feeder, and there it was. The raccoon was on the tree, very close. I, I don't know if he saw the light and ran away or was on her way, I don't he or she, on her way down to feed on it. But she's very careful. She just yeah. takes, the, takes it off and puts it on the ground. So very smart. polite. <laughs> I know it. It, it so is a smart. It's so true. very active wildlife time of year. Uh, anyway, so today we're going to um, speak with Pat a little bit about her uh, the organization she's with, Community Together, um, and I thought that we might start off just a little bit with um, some month end wrap up from May as we go into the into the new uh, into the new month. Let's see, you know take a minute to see what what the past month has. Uh, you know, has happened. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about, um, you know, impacts on the housing market with, um, you know, COVID. And um, at the end of the month, it's easy to kind of get a real feel of what's actually happening right now. Um, so I think it's useful for people to know. Um, I ran some stats and I thought we would focus most importantly on new listings because this is the time of year where there are traditionally a lot of buyers out. Um, we want, you know, the spring market is uh, hopping and people want to get themselves set up so they can close in time for their kids to start school in the new school district. So um, what I can tell you, so from just anecdotally, I know that I've been getting a ton of phone calls. Um, it feels to me that we have a lot of buyers, um, some coming in from different areas, um, some looking to, um, you know, make their local moves. Uh, maybe they've had a few kids and their family is growing or maybe their um, family is smaller and they want to downsize. So um, one of the things that I have been experiencing both in New York and New Jersey is a lack of inventory, right? Um, It -hmm. feels like there are not a lot of homes coming onto the market and it feels like there's multiple offers on many of the homes that 
uh, I would normally expect, you know, there'd be some interest, but but not, you know, four or five or six offers in on each of the homes. So I said, let me see what's uh, how we did last month. And so uh, for Orange County last month, our total inventory was down. Where is my note? 62%. So year over year, last May to this May, we are down 62% of new listings. That's a huge number. Uh-huh. Right. Um, normally, like, uh, so I won't say normally, but I'll say in 2019, we had 650 new homes come on the market. Um, and last month, we only had 362 homes come on the market. So, you know, for all of the people all over the place looking to have a set of new homes only be 362 when it's usually, you know, almost 700 is that's a big, big difference. Cool. Um, I pulled some other counties just to kind of get the sense of what's going on there. Um, Sullivan County, if we thought we were bad, they're down 76% for new listings. Um, Ulster was only down 50%. Rockland was down 68 and Westchester was down 78. Um, wow. so, oh, right. So this is all due to the, uh, the stay at home orders and it, the virus. It is due to the stay at home <laughs> orders. Um, so the answer is this. We can list houses um, in New York, and I'm going to I'm going to talk about New Jersey and New York separately because they have different um, operating rules right now. Mm-hmm. So in New York, you can list your home, um, and as an owner, you can allow people to come into your home, right, to to look at it. As a real estate agent, um, we can't tour people through your home. So um, as a as a property owner, no one can tell you you can't let someone in your home. So. There's a little more responsibility on the part of the seller to be a little more active in that process. Um, and the other side of that is even though you can let people in their, your home, not everyone is comfortable with that right now. So, yeah. um, you know, there's, there is that desire to list, right? There's a, there's a fear of not knowing who's coming in the house. Um, you know, where have they been? Are they, are they mm-hmm. self quarantining? Are they, you know, social distancing? Um, and so without, without a lot of information, I think that especially people who are residing in their homes, that, that's very concerning to them. So um, I've seen more of the listings that I see online are vacant, right, than like percentage-wise than what normally it would, that I would normally see. So um, when I'm making appointments, you know, or I guess trying to connect the seller and the buyer on homes, a lot of times what I'm seeing is the homes we're seeing are, are vacant. So... Um, it's interesting. I think there's an, another aspect that people aren't aware how strict the protocols are, um, and even the sellers aren't necessary. So that's our job to let them know, you know, what the guidelines are for mm-hmm. their safety yeah. and for the buyer's safety. Yeah. So um, vice versa, I was really interested to see um, how New Jersey listings were going. And I say that because in New Jersey, real estate agents are deemed essential and can show homes. Can't do open houses, but they can take, you know, do a buyer tour to go home to home to show, you know, to look, uh, look at homes. Christine, it's good to feel important. <laughs> <laughs> so it is good to feel important. Um, that being said, I think, my, you know, my prediction was, oh, listings would not have dropped so much in New Jersey as they did in New York because people have the opportunity to look at homes and things like that. Um, and while the numbers are um, higher, they're only slightly higher. Um, so Passaic County, I'll just kind of take that as a lump, right? And there are probably 20 townships in Passaic County. 
Um, but they are their listings are down forty two percent, which okay. I thought was a wow. was a big decrease. Um, and that was countywide. They had about two thousand listings last year, and this year they were down at about eleven hundred. So, um, and then locally, I dug in uh, to Vernon and West Milford. I do a lot of business there. So I was interested to see um, what was going on there. Um, and so in Vernon, listings are down 33%, um, which is not as big an impact as I've seen um, in other places. And then in West Milford, uh, listings were down 41%. Um, and West Milford reminds me a lot of Warwick in, in that it is sprawling, right? It is a very large township. Um, with lots of different sections and areas. Um, so, you know, when, you, when you're looking at West Milford, it's sort of like looking at Warwick, where it can take 40 minutes to get from one end to the other. So um, anyway, that's, uh, that's what I'm seeing out there. I think, uh, you know, we, I start to feel like I'm starting to see a couple, like more new listings coming on and coming on, especially as people are starting to feel like we're moving into a different like phase of opening. Uh, but, you know, we have a lot of pent-up demand from people buying. So, you know, I know that I have seen more out-of-area buyers than normal for this time of year. Uh, so I have to assume that's going to be consistent. If you look at the local newspapers, they're all saying the same thing, right? Buyer demand up, um, inventory mm -hmm. uh, shortage. So, you know, as we as we move in, it's a good time to list your home, uh, provided you have a comfort level with people coming in. Uh, if not, you know, it, it's it's like it's like you know how we have we talk about like deferred maintenance. We're just going to have deferred listings this year. It'll be a little later in the season when uh, people are feeling more comfortable and confident about letting people into their into their space. I think that's the basis is the comfort level. Yeah, we'll sell we'll sell your houses in October. Yes, we'll sell exactly. your houses in January. But the reality of it is, the seller has to feel comfortable, and and to me that is the crux of the whole thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we Can't are go at, anywhere other are, than that. We are at our time for our first break. So um, if you would like to hang around, we'll be right back to talk with Pat McMillan. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Gem Home Inspections is the number one home inspector for your prospective new home, ensuring great memories instead of repairs. Gene of Gem Home Inspections brings more than 30 years of experience in residential construction plus hardscape and landscape design. Gene's passion also lies in historic restoration and renovation, providing professional quality service, plus Gene is a state certified inspector. For peace of mind with the purchase of your home, contact Gene on Facebook at Gem Home Inspections. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. 
As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Do you have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right, Sunday mornings at 8. Get up early, let's hang out, let's talk about cars, let's all get smarter, let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, here Sunday mornings at 8. Hi, this is Dan Baldwin, host of Instant Replay, a sports talk radio show on your favorite radio stations, WTBQ and WGHT. Join me from 12 to 2 p.m. every Saturday to break down all the latest news and games in all of sports. Call in to agree or disagree with me on radio worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, here today with Marcia Talbot. Pat McMillan. <laughs> All right, so uh so Pat, welcome to the show. Um uh, you Thank wanna take you. a Thank minute to, to tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization and um what you guys have been up to lately? Sure. So uh, I'm actually a, a small business owner myself in Warwick. Uh, I do uh, business advisory services and taxes, so I've been extremely busy since our tax season was extended. Uh, but that was a good thing. It kept me busy, and you know I didn't have to focus on worrying about what's going on in the world, so to speak, uh, except the normal concern, which I think anyone would have. Uh, but I've been in Warwick for just about 20 years and uh, <clears throat> obviously wanted to uh, and, and have done things that, to try to help our community grow and thrive. And uh, that's what attracted me to Community Together. And I was uh, fortunate enough to be asked to join the board last year. <clears throat> uh, are, you st- are you still there? Do we, do we lose someone? I, I, I'm here, hmm. but I don't, we're on the same line. <laughs> All right. Well, Marsha, why don't you take a moment and, uh... <laughs> well, <clears throat> for full disclosure, I'm on the board of community together and what we have, um, done. And I, it's All right. Well, now we have lost everybody. So I'm going to just chat it up for a moment until we reconnect with everyone. Uh, the, uh, I guess we're going to just switch over. I'm going to talk a little bit about our third topic of the day while we are waiting to get back um, our guest and Marsha, our other um, host. So community together, we'll come back and we're going to talk about fair housing. Um, over the course of the last few months uh, and mostly in light of a report by Newsday um, regarding fair housing problems with uh, Long Island, but indicative of experiences, you know, across the state and country. Uh, There have been some changes to our fair housing um, laws and requirements uh, that the state puts out for us. Um, And they're all great. They're great changes. Um, Some of them include making sure that we reach out right from the beginning to do... um, like a disclosure that really just states what the expectations are, whether you're buying or selling, there are 
you know, practices and promises we make to each other. And those include, um, you know, making sure that we're not discriminatory in any of our, in any of our practices. Um, the forms that we're going to be sending, they can be signed um, in person or electronically. Um, and it's important that we are sharing that information as real estate agents um, with our clients right at the beginning of that relationship as we're establishing that, um, that trust with one another. Um, we do other disclosures during that same period of time. We disclose about um, agency relationship, right? Who is working for who in a real estate transaction. So it makes sense that while we're kind of going through our normal um, disclosures, that we're going to talk about not only who works for who in a real estate transaction and um, what our obligations are to our buyer or our seller, um, what our confidentiality is, what, um, and, you know, at that point in time, it's a natural progression into a conversation about fair housing and um, signing off on all the things that, that we have expectations of. By the way, I understand that Marsha is back. And Pat? Yes, we are here. Hi, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> I, I just want you to know I, I transitioned over to fair housing while, while you guys were not there. So, um, Do you want to finish up on that? Yeah, I think that uh, why, don't we, yeah. why don't we just finish up on that so that it, the show mm-hmm. feels a little connected. Um, I was just explaining how there were changes um, and additions to our fair housing practices. Uh, we we're talking about how we're signing um, disclosures regarding fair housing and what the expectations are from buyers and sellers uh, and agents alike, um, and how we kind of are doing that now right up front during the disclosure process when we're talking about agency. Um, and that's where I left off. So, um, okay. you know, some of the other things that, that we're doing um, just to like, bring fair housing um, front and center is every website that an agent has or an office has has to have um, fair housing um, language posted on there so that it's clear and present. Um, offices, when you walk in, there are signs that need to be posted. Um, so, you know, those are just some of the the very basics um, to bring fair housing to the front and center of the real estate contract, like contracts and relationships and um, business practices. Uh, Marsha, did you, what did you want to um, add for fair housing? I know that uh, you had some well, thoughts on I, that. In, in the past, it was people would sometimes say, I'm not supposed to ask you this question. And we would just say, then don't. Right. <laughs> now it's clearer. It's clearer for people to understand the reasons why we are not allowed to speak about schools. We can't say you can go to this school district or that school district. That one's better. That was all based on fair housing and the way in the past um, people uh, perceived one area being better than another. So I, 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 very, I think it's very important. It's very important. Yeah, one of the things that um, that was brought out when they when – there was the article, the Newsday article, was that um, agents make presumptions about people in terms of areas they should or shouldn't be looking at, right? And whether it's a natural bias or a um, or intentional, um, it you know it's happening. And I thought that was very very interesting, um, only because, and I know we each we each practice our businesses differently, right? Only because we we don't have very set rules for exactly how to operate. But the goal is that you need to treat everyone the same. 
So I know when I'm working with someone and they're talking about areas they want to be in, um, you know, I never pick houses for people. I show them everything in an area and I let them be the picker, right? Because um, first Correct. of all, I don't know enough about them to know what, what whether a pink bathroom is good or bad for them or um, <laughs> <laughs> if shag carpet is the only kind of house they'll buy. So um, I wouldn't presume to know that. So I send, you know, if someone says I want to be in these areas, I'm going to send them everything in those areas. If someone says to me, I like this area, but I'm open to other areas, right? I will, I will pick every single town around that, that town that they told me they were interested in. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be selective about, oh, I think they'll like that town better than that town, or I'm not gonna show them this town, or I'm not, right? I just feel like I need to be as inclusive as possible and show everyone everything that's out there and let them s steer me into their home, right? I guess that's, that's sort of the, the, my philosophy on how I help people find homes. Um, you know, everyone. I also think it's easier for people as they're looking online to look through those houses. So, if a pink bathroom is something that they have always yearned to have, that might be a key. But also, they can see the house and say, "Well, I love everything about the bathroom, but maybe I'll redo it." Right. So, we're not we are not the people to tell them what to buy or what, what they should or should not do. Right. We or, introduce the property to them. Right, and, mo and most importantly, where to buy, right? That's, th that's the fair housing no, concern. definitely not. Right. So, I mean, and, and it's interesting, you know, you have conversations with people, especially when they're not from the area, and they do, you know, they want to rely on a realtor to say, hey, mm -hmm. tell me where to go. Um, and I'm very clear with people that that's, you know, they need to come up. They should drive around different towns. They should get comfortable with an area. Well, I start my search very broadly. And then over time, as they, you know, start to hone in on an area they want to be in, I let them tell me, right? So um, I encourage my buyers who are not from out of the area to, you know, get in the car, come on up here, spend a day, hop from village to village, see what areas they like, Right do a quick search and pick five or six houses and drive by them to see if, you know, they're going to like that area. It's, you know, you want, you want your home to feel like home to you. I cannot tell you what's going to feel like home to you. You need to tell me that. Right. So. Exactly. And it is true that there are certain questions that seem very, I mean, very, very obvious and very easy to answer. We are not, if, and I tell people, I can't, I'd be, happy to and in the reality of it is that they probably can find those answers anyway um ratings of schools and things like that it's all available but we are not allowed to say it yeah you know it's almost you know a funny contradiction right yeah. <laughs> no it is I, you know i always handle you have this to find it yourself <laughs> yeah i always handle the school question like this i say you know when people ask about good schools i say you know all the schools up here are great i said but Different people want different things. Do you want a large school district? Do you want a smaller school district? Do you want a school district that has a specific sport? I said, I can't, I can't tell you what makes a good school to you. So go online. Here are some, here are some resources and, you know, figure out what works best for your family exactly. and, and their specific needs. Right. If I, if the I, data is all, is all there. Yeah. Actually. So I try to paint, like paint, paint the picture of, of the area as best I can but I really is on someone else to, to dig in to, to make sure that that community meets their specific needs. And that's what we're going to talk about, this yeah. community. Which yeah. I love. So, yeah. So uh, one comment I would have is uh, the fact that our 
inventory is so low, despite the fact that, you know, there are differences between New York and New Jersey in being able to show homes, I think, is speaks to the, the desirability of Warwick and uh, just what a great town it is and where we're at and what we have to offer. And uh, before we lost the connection, um, I'm not sure where, what I, what part I was at, but I was uh, saying how community together is really important at this time, given where we are coming out into phase one of reopening. Uh, we've been an incubator of new community organizations for three decades or more. Uh, and that just means we provide banking, insurance, coaching, and tax deductible status to community organizations. So some of the groups that people would recognize that we sponsored is uh, our career, uh, Repair Cafe, uh, oh, which yeah. performs free repairs, of, uh, free repairs of furniture, small appliances, and electronics, lamps, et cetera. Uh, that's been wildly successful. Uh, Project Nomad is an intergenerational skate experience. Uh, too Good to Toss, uh, another free community swap event where people can bring things that they don't find useful, but someone else may, you know, and that avoids us putting all, a lot of stuff into the, uh, the, uh, the, the junkyard, you know, that just gets, we've got such an amount of, of, of uh, garbage that, you know, just in this country, in this world that we need to stop. I love that. Uh, I, I think that's such an yeah. excellent event. And uh, I, yeah. I'm anxi- anxiously awaiting its return. I have a whole pile of yeah. stuff waiting, waiting to go. I, <laughs> I think everybody who has spent as much time in their homes as we have recently <laughs> shares that. For yeah. sure. We are going to take a real quick break to hear from our sponsors. And we're going to be right back to continue to talk with Pat McMillan of Community Together. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.brandrealty.com. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. You're just trying to be better. We're just trying to help. The John Tash Radio Show. Monday through Saturday, starting at 3 p.m. Tash.com. After a long day, we're here to keep you company with great soft rock and interesting information you can use. 
radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. WTBQ Mostly sunny skies today, a nice day with a high right around 70. Tonight, clouding over, we'll head down to near 50 to a few upper 40s. Tomorrow, more clouds than sun, but we will see the risk of a scattered shower in the afternoon. Look for a high just about 70 or so. A few showers tomorrow night, mainly cloudy in the mid-50s, and clouds and a few breaks of sun on Wednesday. Afternoon or evening showers possible, warm and more humid, high just across 80. I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting with Marsha Talbot. And we have special guest today, Pat McMillan. Hi, Pat. Losing her voice. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so, so thanks again for having me. I, I was going over some of the uh, organizations that Community Together has sponsored, and I just want to outline a, a few more. One is also the Warwick Community Garden and Orchard, which is the totally organic uh, plantings. Uh, and then the uh, individuals who work the orchard uh, share the fruits of their labor. And uh, we also have family. say where it is, actually, so that they know it's um, by the it's center. By the, yeah. yeah, the Warwick uh, Community Center. On Hamilton Avenue. Yes. There's also uh, Family Central, which is a parenting support network. And, uh, of course, I'm sure a lot of people have heard about Sustainable Warwick, which increases the understanding of sustainability and encourages protection of the environment. And uh, Safe Space America, which is dedicated to ensuring members of the LGBTQ and all marginalized members of our community feel safe by educating the public about the issues that affect the community and and organizing inclusive events. So, uh, you know, we still are entertaining, uh, you know, potential groups, and this is how we build community support. And we uh, ask that, you know, you, you contact us. You can go to our website at Community Together, and that's community spelled out with the letter org and go to our contact, uh, our Get Involved page. And uh, we want you to uh, join in the dialogue of what you've done and learned during quarantine and what you want to do as we're preparing to reopen and moving forward and what you think we need to do in in our community. Um, You know, Community Together in the past has had a couple of what we call visioning sessions and They've been very successful uh, in the, the first one, uh, a new master plan for the town was developed. The open space preservation program was initiated, uh, farmer's markets, artist open studio tour. And then in the second one, uh, the Yonder cleanup and kayaking uh, group was developed, as well as the Warwick Folks for Spokes, which still kind of getting off the ground. Um, and the Three Lakes Festival was an idea that came out of the last visioning, which we've had, you know, concerts in Warwick and Greenwood Lake. Uh, and hopefully by next year, uh, we can include Florida in that group and really get the Three Lakes uh, idea 
running and be an annual event. No, it sounds um, that sounds great. Um, all yeah. all of these events, as your uh, and organizations and groups, as you're saying them, um, you know, they all have play a great um, great role here in the in the community. And I, I'm familiar with almost every single one that you talked about, uh, without ever mm-hmm. realizing that you guys uh, are part of helping those organizations do yeah. and complete their missions or build their missions, um, which is great. And yeah. It, you know, a question that I have that um, I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, as we're having our conversation here, piece together, um, you had mentioned that you help, you help organizations kind of get, I guess, create their, their nonprofit status. And, and with, mm-hmm. so is, is that what you, is that, I guess, the main part of yeah. what you do help, help guide people who want to build an organization? Essentially, yes. Yeah. Uh, so we will provide banking, insurance. Uh, as I said, coaching for these organizations who may not be ready to form their own not-for-profit. Uh, and so we do, we, there were a couple organizations that have gone on just this past year, earlier this year, to form their own 501c3s, uh, which is, you know, the nonprofit uh, corporation that allows them to stand independently of uh, community together. But that's our goal is that they kind of outgrow us and uh, become their standalone uh, contributing member of the of, of Warwick. But to do that is rather expensive and time-consuming, and this gives them the ability to form their organization get their volunteers, help it, and, and, and function until such time that occurs. Right. There are some guidelines, and we'd be happy to share any of them with you yeah. um, at some future point, but please contact us. Yeah. And so, you know, currently, uh, you know, given what we've been experiencing since quarantine, uh, you know, Community Together has had a huge support of the local food pantries. And we partnered with, you know, one of our sponsored organizations, Sustainable Warwick, and match-funded donations for the pantries. And just in the middle of uh, May, uh, distributed a little over $10,000 that was collected to support the food pantries. Because as, as great a town as Warwick is, you know, there are still members of our community who haven't done that well or who were part of our gig economy where, you know, they just lost all kinds of income. And even those who had, you know, one job, they they were in a profession where they couldn't work from home like many of us were fortunate to do. And so uh, the food pantries have seen fantastic demand and we're having trouble, uh, you know, uh, supplying uh, individuals who needed their resources. So we were happy to do that. That was phase one, and we're looking to do more to support not just the food pantries, but those groups in our town who really need some help, um, uh, you know, because they, they're kind of the invisible essential workers that we've been hearing about now so much since, you know, we've all been under quarantine. Um but also, uh, you know, we, we usually have tried to organize a annual event, and, of course, that was postponed due to quarantine, but that hasn't stopped us. Uh, we've been having discussions, and I'm sure a lot of people have Zoom meetings 
uh, as we discuss Warwick's revitalization, uh, as we open up uh, to get people excited to come back out and shop locally to support our small businesses. And, uh, you know, we've looked to uh, help the businesses promote their social media uh, access so that people have uh, been able to buy from some businesses online or order online, and that's local. You know, we're not talking about going to Amazon and, you know, kind of the big box uh, online uh, retailers. Uh, but we have to focus on local. You know, we came back. Warwick uh, was very successful after the Great Depression because we focused so much on local businesses. And so we can do that again by, uh, you know, uh, just coming out and supporting our local businesses. And, of course, as we do that, support those among us who require a bit more help. Uh, so... You know, again, um, we want you to to talk to us and join the dialogue with uh, what you've been doing and, and what you think needs to be done in our town. And so, again, please go to our website at community, the number two, together.org, and go to our Get Involved page and send us your ideas and tell us what you think we can do to, you know, continue to support Warwick and to get us back as we move into the different phases of reopening. Oh, I love that. Um, hey, Pat, quick question. Um, as you guys, mm -hmm. you know, everything that you do clearly requires resources. How do you guys um, build your funds in order to support um, these different um, organizations that are interested in, um, you know, opening, starting, developing? Um, and mm -hmm. are there ways that people can support your organization as well? Yes. Thanks for asking, Christine. We are an all-volunteer board, so not, not any of us on the board uh, gets paid. Uh, we do accept donations. Again, as I mentioned, you know, we help our local organizations, you know, until they can form their own 501c3. We are a 501c3. So when you go to our website, you'll see the, the, the buttons to donate, and we appreciate any donations that anyone would like to make. And that's how we uh, are able to do the work that we do. Uh, so uh, thanks for the question. We, we could use the, the donations. And, you know, one of the things we're also looking to do is to uh, get a, a membership uh, started where we have our local uh, community be members of Community Together. And, again, you can let us know when you contact us if that's something you're interested in. And, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of in the, in the works now. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it would be a very modest fee right. uh, in terms of membership. Right. And then in, in terms of the, what a member might have the opportunity to do, what would be the, what would be the vision of what a member would, would kind of be able to support? Like what would. <laughs> they right? would help volunteer. For the different. For the different organizations, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what you mean? Yeah. yeah, they they can join any of the different organizations. There's no limitation. It's really what someone's interest is. Uh, so, uh, you know, we we would appreciate having just someone's ideas, if that's all they have the time to commit, or if they want to, you know, come out and help with the different events that we hope we'll be able to do as we move, you know, into uh, reopening again. 
uh, you know, everything obviously has been put off because of quarantine, but, you know, maybe by the end of the year or next year, we'll be able to do some of those uh, activities, you know, particularly outdoors or at our great, um, you know, farm activities and wineries and breweries. And, you know, again, uh, continue to uh, go to our downtown retail area and uh, shop locally. All right. We are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, but we'll be right back with Pat McMillan from Community Together. estate market is hot. If you have been thinking of selling your home, now is the time. At Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, we pride ourselves on delivering an exceptional client experience. Our professional agents will provide you with the market data you need to price your home properly and follow through with the best marketing to get your home sold. Call our office today at 845-986-4800. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Dr. David Leach, the superintendent of the Warwick Valley Central School District and host of Your Schools. Listen every Monday at 12 noon to learn what's happening in your schools right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. Hi, this is David Dirks, the host of the Dirks Outdoor Show. Call in as we discuss everything for the outdoor sportsman every Saturday at 7 a.m. Radio worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. All right, welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, here today with Marsha. Marsha Talbot. There you are. <laughs> and our guest today is Pat McMillan. All right, hi guys. Um, hi. So, as a it's distance, I know. <laughs> I can't wait till we can all be back in studio together. I right? know. Isn't, I know. I feel like there is just this general longing for everyone to to be able to be in the presence of other people, right? I mean, we have all these amazing technologies that allow us, you know, to function, but it doesn't feel the same, right? You don't have that connection when, when you're in the same room with someone and you can read their facial expression. And, you know, it's, it is really a, uh, uh, as time goes longer and longer, it, it is, it, it is something that you really do miss is that, that just that interpersonal feeling of togetherness. Right. And I mean, isn't that what community is all about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the nineties, there was a book and I can't remember the name of the author called high tech, high touch. And that's what we're missing. You know, we have the high tech, but we're not having that interaction that, yeah, we, we heard animals and we're missing. Yeah. We're missing it. For sure. I had uh, last weekend, we had, uh, it was my son's birthday and my mom came up, right? Um, and I see her weekly, but, you know, the kids hadn't really seen her. And it was a beautiful mm-hmm. day and we decided to go to Wickham Lake. 
and, uh, you know, just kind of sit outside apart, but together. And um, my mom had such a great time. She, she called the other day. She's like, if it's if it's nice this weekend, do you have time? Should we go to the lake again? That was it was so lovely to be together. So um, I know I know that we are looking for ways to be, you know, still maintain our social distance and our safety. But, um, you know, to have start to do a little bit more together, especially as the weather starts to get nicer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Christine, if you, I, I would like to uh, just say a few more words. Uh, you know, we have, it, it, otherwise, uh, we would be perceived as being tone deaf. Yes, uh, please. We've had some really uh, tragic events uh, in our country going on, and, um, you know, it's important that. You know, we recognize that the anger and the frustration that we're seeing is something that has been going on for generations, frankly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people should keep in mind that uh, it's the combination of it being a uh, long time in building and, uh, you know, people having been had to stay at home. Uh, losing their incomes in, in cases and not knowing where, you know, they're going to get uh, their next dollar from for food, rent, you know, any number of things. Um, and, and many of these issues having come up in the past and not being addressed. Uh, we live in such a great town here, and we often don't see or have to deal with a lot of that. And, you know, I've even had people say to me, well, you know, Warwick doesn't have that issue, don't have, doesn't have any of those issues. So, you know, why are we concerned? Because it is a human uh, condition. It is uh, part of the larger community that we're all part of. And so uh, I would ask that people, you know, open their hearts and minds and, you know, understand that, we have to address some of the issues that are, you know, coming up in order for all of us to, uh, you know, be connected and uh, thrive. And well, as a community world. organization, we mm-hmm. have the base to be able to do that. Exactly. In, in a, a, a format, some format, we ha- I don't think that's actually been uh, addressed as yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> time-wise. But is is it a forum? Is it how do we as a community uh, with diversity ad- address issues that are national? We are non-political as a C a three five zero three C. We're not yeah. yeah, I always get that confused. <laughs> um, we're not allowed to discuss politics. This isn't about politics. This is about right. human interaction. Right. You know, so I think that we would fulfill whatever requirements are for the chat, you know, for our uh, designation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there are so many wonderful community organizations in in our area, and maybe something could be addressed. Uh, in and, and of course, this has not even been brought up as yet because it's just occurring now. But it, yeah. but that's how communities work together you know that's how um they thrive in in faces in face of difficulty right 
right? And I think we can rise to the occasion, uh, particularly in Warwick, because we've done it before. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, that that has to be, a go- in my mind, that should be a goal, mm-hmm. you know, a coming goal. Anyway, any thoughts on that? So, Yeah, no, I, so I totally yeah. agree with you guys. Um, and I think a lot of, you know, for me, I'm home with my kids so much now, right? So part of what's going on is also helping them understand from a, mm-hmm. from a perspective of history, Right. Uh, mm-hmm. A perspective of um, how we treat one another. Right. Ha- helping mm-hmm. people understand what what how different people experience life differently based entirely mm-hmm. on things that are out of their control, the color of their skin or their religion or um, right. and making sure that um, they are aware of that and understand right right from wrong. Um, you know, we, we can say, oh, we want, you know, what a wonderful community Warwick is and it is. Um, but we would also be blind to say that we don't have, we don't have some of the same struggles here that go on. So, you know, teaching kids, giving them words to say when they hear things that their, their friends may be picking up from home or somewhere or from TV, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, really helping empower, um, the younger generation to be, um, yeah. more open, more accepting, um, and, you know, more vocal. Yeah. Leading by example. I mean, because this, this is, this is what, where it starts is when they're children, right? And if we don't teach them, uh, what we hope to achieve, um, you know, we're, we're, we're really at a loss. So yeah. thank you for that, Christine. Yeah. Um, anyway, so as we get ready to wrap up, uh, Pat, Let's just review all of your contact information one more time. So as people out there want to find a way to get involved with your wonderful organizations, um, the businesses that you're helping, uh, or I guess not, not for profits you're helping to develop, or if they have an idea mm-hmm. themselves, um, you know, let, let's remind them how to get in touch with you. Yes, and we want to hear from you. So uh, the website is www.communitythenumber2together.org. And you can, uh, we, we gratefully accept donations. And, but, you know, please check, uh, go to our Get Involved page, send us your thoughts. And uh, we want to hear from you and, you know, what you think we can do or what you would like to do with us to support and build our community. I know. I can't wait to go to your website later today because um, <laughs> I really didn't know that you guys we're like the organizing force behind so many wonderful organizations. So I know that I'm going to, I'm going to find out the, how can I get more involved with you guys? Cause um, I yeah. think it's a great mission you guys have and you make a real impact around here. Um, and uh, you should have as much support as possible. Yeah. It's very rewarding work. And we just revised our website earlier this year. And, you know, we had a board off site to reprice prioritize our goals and objectives. And of course, like anything, we all have to be flexible because things change so quickly as we, we're now seeing. Um, and that's what I think we will be good at uh, doing is reprioritizing to, uh, to address the challenges that we face. Yeah. Wonderful. And people are doing that on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So whatever assistance we, you know, somebody have, might have said, I've always wanted to do yes. dot, dot, dot. We're here to help you. 
we can we can help and assist you in that situation. So lots lots of things in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, feeling optimistic that after we get beyond this, that this community will just thrive more and more. Oh, you know, for we are sure. Fortunate. Yeah, we yeah. we are fortunate to live in such a supportive community that um, yes. that embraces so many. Um, different organizations and small businesses and uh, mm-hmm. you know it's it's part of it's part of part of the identity of Warwick is is really um, you know that that community that that village feel that um, sense of support uh, you know yeah. we're, we're a big town but um, but we're small in many ways um, and you know, there's exactly. there's never a day where you're walking around town that you don't bump into someone you know, which is uh, which is which is really great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all well, right. I uh, want to thank both of you and uh, Marsha for having me on today. My pleasure. Our pleasure. Yes, for sure. Um, so, all right, uh, Marsha, do you have uh, some finishing thoughts as we as we take off onto this next fantastic week of uh, of June and real estate and everything else? Yes, I do. Yeah. I think people should get out of their houses, um, go to the parks, be careful, wear your mask, because I think that's if you're not uh, going to be socially responsible and be six feet apart, mm-hmm. and take care. I, I think that we are on the upswing. I love I the don't, po- not not <laughs> upswing in being able to do more things. Yes, and certainly uh, we're in the right time of year to be getting outside, garden, bike, hike, uh, paddleboard, kayak. So many things to do around here. Go outside, take advantage, um, and uh, I guess. And then uh, our general area where there are so many parks and lakes and air and recreational areas that we don't even think of that much um, right. while we're stuck in, but they're there. Yep. You yeah. know, the, uh, my, my son took a two-hour hike on Fuller Mountain yesterday. So my neck of the woods. <laughs> Your neck of the woods yeah. down the road. That's true. All right, guys. Have, a, have um, so a great week. There's lots of stuff. And go visit, go drive by the farms. They look beautiful this time of year. All right, guys. Have a great week. 